question. Um, I've been with. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, we want. Let me yeah. rephrase that question. Suhana, uh, we've known each other for more than twenty years. But for the benefit of the audience today, why why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that, um, Yajit. And you know, as as you mentioned, I have been with um, an oil and gas company for the longest time, but decided one day I woke up and decided to go green. So I'm actually into renewable um, and sustainable development. Um, I am a girl from Kelantan, so both my parents are um, actually uh, Kelantanese, uh, and we now reside in KL. So I am married to a wonderful cheeky husband who makes the lamest jokes at home. So they say opposites attract because I'm I'm very much of <laughs> um, not so um, enthusiastic like him, but um, yeah. So I guess that's that. Um, and at this moment, I'm a wife and mother to uh, two beautiful children who drives me crazy at times, but they become the source of my happiness in many instances. And if, as you mentioned in my you know, third, fourth shift, um, I do many extracurricular develop, uh, involvement from many phases in my life, from young corporate Malaysian, Toastmasters, and I'm now very much active in Malaysian Red Crescent Society, where I'm the first female vice chair and youngest to date. So, um, Many interesting um, things to occupy my time, but I'm, I'm excited about every single thing that I do. I'm very passionate about it. And I think um, I love inspiring and get inspired every single day. Uh, yeah, so that, that's about me. Amazing, Suana. And I believe you have an awesome family, right? You've got a very supportive husband, great kids, and, and you're great in your career. Now, you've got a great career, you've got an awesome family and you do wonders in your lead, uh, leadership, particularly in your Red Crescent work, right? And uh, I believe your work in Red Crescent has been integral in, the, in managing COVID-19 and assistance of victims in the recent uh, Selangor flood. This, I believe, takes a lot of time, right? But, but how do you balance these different facets of your life, right? Uh, and still come out amazing? That's, that's, that's something I think everyone wants to know. Well, um, you see, life has been quite colourful uh, to me. And, and you're right, many people ask that same question. How do I balance? And for me, I'm a strong believer of instead of balance, uh, but work-life choices instead. So when you talk about balance, it's ideally about, you know, the split is ideal. You need to be 50-50. But that, that's actually not true for everyone. For me, I think I make choices because I know that I cannot excel in everything. And I do believe that no one is perfect. Uh, but I mean, that's my opinion. I may be good at work, I'm, and, but I am really, really a bad cook. And my mother-in-law can attest to that. I may be good in leading a humanitarian organization, but I'm very bad at organizing my own closet. But, you know, people don't see this, but this is where I think support system matters. For me, I have a husband, um, a family that's very supportive of the decision I make, and I make all the ecosystem around me work so that I can focus and excel on different things. I don't make sacrifices, but for me, I do make choices. And I strongly believe that, you know, all the consequences line up with my values and, and it is my values alone and everything else is just noises. So I am not a good balancer, but I do make choices in life and I do make sure that my work life um, integrate the values that I choose. Right. Um, yeah, I guess the story here is about prioritization and uh, seeing what, 
best you do and leveraging on what others best do to also make that complete life uh, life uh, looks much better as a whole value ecosystem right and let's talk a bit about passion right and 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 i think your passion can can really see your passion is actually in volunteering and community service and helping others and and i i believe this has been your defining characteristic right you have the help organization connect and make people to be their best versions of themselves and even the under privileges to survive and thrive right um, the audience would like to know that how do you actually find this passion, right? Uh, and what drives you this extra mile to help others, actually? Oh, wonderful. Thank you for that question. And, and I, I, um, I, I do hope, yes, I do um, inspire others. But maybe if I, I can just go back to the early part of my life. You know, I grew up in a very humble family. Um, my parents actually moved from Kelantan um, to give us a better life. And I actually grew up with nine other siblings fighting a lot. So either for you know attention, <laughs> yep, or you know if you have a big family, yes, you fight for about um anything. So you no know, happiness for me growing up when was, was when I was able to actually get my own bed instead of sharing with my sister and moving from our flat house to a slightly more comfortable small terrace house. So that was the five year old me um being the happy happiest kid around us. We slowly turned our, our life around. Well, we were not poor but we were obviously not well off. So I worked really hard to get to where I am today. You know, I, I went through the very worst in my life. I, I ticked off all of the boxes from very young. And every time I think of that, nothing breaks me. I'm, I'm just positive that God has been very kind. So when I do my Bulan Sabit uh, Mira volunteering on Malaysian Red Crescent, and I learned a lot about the suffering of other people, it just made me a lot more grateful. And for me to remember the humble beginning I started with, you know, to help others because I want more girls to, to grow more privileged um, like me and turn their life around. So if I can do it, if I'm, I'm able to do it with some push and assistance, I do believe that anyone can, right? My passion could perhaps inspire others so that they can actually uh, turn their life around. And it became such a turning point, especially during this MCO, because MCO gives you the opportunity to be more appreciative of life. And I should say not just MCO, but the whole pandemic the past two right. years. Um, yeah, so so actually look, seeing how other people are just coping with life, um, it's just inspiring for me to actually push uh, and be able to, to do more. And you know, we, we may just be living in our home, right? But some people are worried about not having home. We may be bored about, you know, having some, the same food every day, but some people don't even have food on the table. So that just made me a lot more grateful and a lot more passionate to be helping. So, <laughs> yeah, um, coming back to my route and to, to learn about my humble beginning. Yep. Right, right. So it's about, I would say it's about, uh, no. Being gratitude, having the gratitude and knowing what your background is, and that what drives the passion is right, and 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 you know how hard it is, uh, to to have a not so privileged life, and seeing that makes you drive this extra mile. I would say right, right, and and you know, accidentally, I would say you have become a leader by your own right in that sense, right? You've been a leader in. Uh, at the start of your career, a youth leader in guest union, one of the early leaders in your corporate Malaysia, and you even started your own corporate Toastmasters club 12 years ago, which I was actually the member. And that club has 
thriving be ever uh, thriving ever since, right? And for for those uh people out there who are just starting this leadership journey, and um, is there any tips that you can impart uh, to the women and the men in the audience that's just about to to have this responsibility of being a leader, to lead a group of people to something better? Yeah. So if you look at my journey, I would say it's very colorful. Um, and I tend to go out of my comfort zone. So even though I was in oil and gas, but I decided I want to be, you know, with the, the corporate people. Uh, so that's where the exposure in young corporate Malaysians came about. I want to be with a lot more professional and older people. So that's where the Toastmasters experience, uh, you know, came about. And yeah, I just want to be grateful about life. So that's where the um, NGO life uh, came about. So I would say if you are, if, if you are planning to charge your, your leadership journey, it's about getting out of your comfort zone and building your contacts so that you get a, a widespread of people you know and, and, and things uh, that you could actually be a lot more involved. Um, and one thing that I learned about, you know, having this spread of contacts and building my own network and, and making sure that my contacts 10 years ago are able to actually help me is about trying everything and you know um, not afraid about failing um, I think a lot of leaders um, they wanted again I, like I mentioned I'm, I'm not a perfectionist um, I do things by trying it out many times until I get it correct so I, I do try to passion, be a leader. right you need to try and test exactly 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 and, and not be afraid of, of, of failing it, it's okay to fail it's okay to make mistakes because as you grow older you 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 gain more experience and you come become a better leader i think that that's that's very important just you know try it out get off out of your comfort zone and network as much as possible so i think that would be a, a good trait that can actually help you become very good leader i i can see it now right in the sense that you've tried different parts of the organized leadership at different parts right and as you grow a bit uh in mid-career all this starts to uh to be, uh, you can actually see the connections between one and another, and that makes it much more powerful in that sense, right? Um, exactly, and, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and I love the fact that you talk about just just go ahead and try, right? To find the passion, you you just need to try. You don't know how good you are unless you've tried, right? Yeah, exactly. Like like how you're opening up your own channel right now, so. <laughs> No, this is a wonderful, courageous thing that I am like, okay, like, oh, salute. I mean, I've known such great people in my networks, right? And I, I felt that, you know, I like, I like young wisdom and knowledge to be shared to others in, in this world as well. So, yeah. Thank you very much for the audiences who tune in and also for, for the speakers who come in. But uh, I actually got one last question, Sue. Um, before we just wrap up, right? Uh, just to summarize the things that we discussed, right? If you have a choice of words that you like uh, to put on a billboard, what message would that be? Okay, that'd be interesting when you talk about choices because yeah. maybe the billboard that I would like to put is life is about choices. <laughs> You you make what you want to own to do, what you want to do because it's your own choice and it's your own choice to make. Yep. We talk about choices, our own choice to make, right? 
All right, that's uh, that sounds about it, right? Uh, oh, just one last thing, right? So I think uh, for those people who like to volunteer and so forth, I think it's a bit of a bonus question. Is there any way for us to get connected to Red Crescent and, and so forth or donations or anything? Wonderful. Um, so you could actually log, uh, log on to our website, um, redcrescent.org. Or you can simply get in touch with me and I'll hook you up in any volunteering opportunity that you would like. Um, I'm available anytime. I love working with more people. I love connecting with people. So just ring me up anytime and I'll be able to actually respond to that. So yeah, come and join Red Crescent. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you very much, Suhana. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Suhana Sidek, an amazing mother, a, a wonderful wife, and not forgetting, she is great in her career and outstanding in her NGO work. So if you want to join Red Crescent, you want to volunteer, donate and stuff like, uh, and stuff like that, please be in, connect, uh, in connection with her. Or you can always message me in the board below to actually have that uh, PM messages to, to her, right? I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And so... Thank you very much for being part of this podcast. We really appreciate your views and your opinions as well as your sharing. Thank you, Yazid, for having me. Um, it's such a pleasure. I do hope the podcast will become a lot more successful. Um, and thank you. thank you, everyone who watched this. And I do hope that you find it useful. Thank you very much, Hugh. It is an honor to have you. So, ladies and gentlemen... Stay tuned for other episodes of this podcast. I'm Yazi Ismail, your host, signing off from Picture of Success. <laughs>